Hey, what up, fam? Welcome to episode 14 of the Off the Waitlist podcast. This is just going to be me, and it's going to be 2021 reflections. You know, looking back on the year that was 2021. Um, yeah, just uh, we're, I'm recording this on Friday, January 14th. So we're a couple weeks into the new year. So, you know, a little late for a reflection podcast for 2021, but you know what? I needed to take a few weeks off from doing the podcast. Uh, got some more interviews coming up for you. You know the drill, but yeah, 2021 reflections podcast. If you, if you hear someone breathing really heavy in the background, that's my dog, Kobe. Um, I just took him to the vet and, uh, so he's got his cone on you know, doing that whole thing. Everything's okay. Uh, just need to stop him from excessively licking himself. And so he's got his cone on. So he's trying to move around and navigate. So if he hears something bumping into walls and wrestling, then that's what that is. Uh, yeah. See, he's like walking around right now, but, um, yeah, 2021, uh, the, the year we launched this podcast, really, really excited and so grateful for all of our guests so far. And I have so many people on my list that I want to get to who either have been shouted out by previous people on the pod, or I have like a whole list of people, um, that I've just been either, you know, kind of scared to <laughs> reach out and ask them or it just hasn't quite happened yet. But I also know that uh, it takes time, effort away from people. So, and, you know, I have really nothing to offer to people other than a chance to share their story. And, uh, but, you know, I, I just love chatting with people, talking to people. And that's the whole reason why I started this uh, I just wanted to get to know people a little bit on a deeper level, see what makes them tick. And, you know, it just kind of turned into this thing where I was just like, yeah, let's start recording it. And if, if you, if you've listened to a few episodes, you probably have heard me say that a hundred times. So yeah. Uh, second year of the pandemic, you know, uh, just new experiences, learning new things. Obviously again, we launched the podcast um, studios reopening, you know, struggling through studio reopenings, um, mandates coming in and out and back in, you know, it's a lot to navigate. Uh, I love the turning of the calendar as much as I love it. It's also one of those things where, you know, it's kind of arbitrary, like who needs a new calendar, but sometimes that's what you need, right? But you literally can start right now to change something in your life. We don't need a new year. Um, but also there's something fresh about like turning the calendar page and just starting with a blank slate. So that's what a new year has to offer for me. Um, so we're going to continue this journey on this podcast as far as getting people to chat about their lives so you can get them, uh, so you can get to know them on a deeper level really excited to have new guests on and maybe some old guests maybe we'll do some uh catching up with some old guests so always let us know who you want to hear from as always uh some things i wanted to go over 
for me personally, just because obviously I love fitness. Obviously, I love entertainment, movies, TV. Uh, I don't watch nearly enough as I should, considering how much I love it. I tend to re-watch a lot of stuff. But you know what? Don't judge me. So I'm going to go over my personal top TV shows of 2021, new or rewatched. So I have a big list here uh, that, that I want to go over. And sorry, this is not necessarily <clears throat> fitness related, but you know what? This is just, again, 2020 ref 2021 Reflections podcast. Top shows in no particular order. Um, a new one was Squid Game. Obviously, fell in love with Squid Game. If you haven't watched it yet, uh, I recommend it. It is in Korean. You can obviously dub it, but the Korean is way better. This, this show coincided with me kind of leaning more into my Korean heritage. Uh, I started learning Korean um, like more aggressively, I want to say. Um, it was something that I've always wanted to do. Uh, it's, again, in the past couple of weeks, it's kind of taken a backseat, so I want to get back into it. Uh, but Squid Game, it's one season. It's pretty intense, not going to lie. So, you know, if that's your thing, highly recommend. Uh, the second one is Game of Thrones. <clears throat> so, obviously, I know Game of Thrones ended a while ago, but here's the thing with me and Game of Thrones. I started watching it, like, before it was cool. Um, when my friend Lorenzo introduced it to me, like, when season one was coming out. Uh, and when I watched it, I instantly was hooked back in the day. This was like, what, 2010-ish, 2011 maybe? I can't, honestly, I can't remember. Uh, but it was around that time, fell in love with it. I watched season one. Honestly, the rewatch is so much better. I've, I've watched season one probably like six times because what I would do is when I watched it the first time, I fell in love with it. I told everyone about it who wanted to watch it with me. Uh, so then I would rewatch it with that person just so I could like see their reactions and stuff like that. Cause I love that shit. So I've, like I said, I've seen season one, like six times and I love it. Uh, so then season two came out, same thing. I had to rewatch it, rewatched with all my friends. Um, this was before streaming was just kind of, kind of kicking into high gear uh, if you remember HBO Go, you needed an HBO Go account, which mean which meant you needed an HBO account in general. Um, but season two came out. Watch season two. Watch season three. If you're familiar with Game of Thrones, the last episode I watched was the Red Wedding or um, uh, the Purple Wedding, I think it's unofficially called, is another part of Game of Thrones. Not the Red Wedding. I, I, fin I watched through the Red Wedding and then watched through the Purple Wedding where – I don't want to spoil anything. But uh, I think that's what unofficially it's called. But um, either way, it was like halfway through season three or four, and then I stopped. I was like burnt out. I couldn't handle <laughs> any more Game of Thrones. And then this past year, since I had more time in 2021, 
I was like, you know what? I got to finish this. So Sophia and I just started watching Game of Thrones again. And of course, she wanted to watch from the beginning. And I was like, I've seen seasons one, two, and three so many times. Can we just pick up where we left off? But I'm actually got, glad she made me watch it from the beginning. Um, so then I finished Game of Thrones, y'all. Yay. Um, obviously, we got our shit with the final season. Uh, but overall, I mean, come on. The execution of that show is great. Oh, okay. That was long on Game of Thrones. I didn't think it was going to take that long. Uh, new show, Ted Lasso. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. There's two seasons right now. Hopefully a new season comes out soon because we need to see what happens. Love, love Ted Lasso. Uh, another, uh, it's on Apple TV. Uh, let's see. Hulu came out with a show, Only Murders in the Building. Steve Martin, uh, Martin Short, Selena Gomez. Love the show. It's, uh, you know, murder mystery stuff is always kind of fun. Um, and it also ties in some other fun stuff. Obviously, Martin Short, Steve Martin, Legends. Uh, and it's really fun to see Selena Gomez uh, play her role that she does. Really, really great show. That's on Hulu, I believe. Um, all of the Marvel shows, anyone who knows me knows that I love Marvel. So the Marvel shows are really great. I particularly liked Loki a lot. Um, WandaVision was super cool. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier had its moments. Hawkeye was really, really, really good. Um, so yeah, definitely worth checking out, especially if you're a Marvel fan, but two shows in particular dominated my 2021, like dominated it and they're old shows <clears throat> so um the first one was uh schitt's creek lots of schitt's creek in 2021 uh quickly becoming one of my absolute favorite shows uh in the pantheon of my favorite shows you know it's right up there with the friends the office how i met your mother schitt's creek uh, I don't want to fall into recency bias just because Friends was the first show I absolutely fell in love with and had to own all the DVDs when DVDs were a thing. Same thing with The Office. Uh, I'll still watch The Office. Friends, uh, I recently rewatched Friends and it's still great. Um, but like 10 years ago, Moses was like every night was Friends and The Office. But now... Shits Creek has dominated 2021. The other show that really dominated my year last year was The Good Place. Two shows I highly recommend. Both of them are Netflix. Um, I'm always late to the game when it comes to stuff like this. Like People are like, yeah, we've been knowing Shits Creek and The Good Place is really dope. Uh, but I'm always late to the game. You know, It's just my thing. I, I'm never ahead of the trend. I'm always behind the trend. Uh, but The Good Place, again, kind of dominated my subconscious. It's one of those shows that I fall asleep to. Uh, and those two shows really, really shaped my 2021. Uh, movies that I saw this past year, there are only a few, really, um, that come to mind. And both of them are Marvel movies. Uh, I just watched Tick, Tick, Boom. So really, that's a 2022 thing. But I, it came out last year. Tick, tick, boom, y'all. Andrew Garfield is the shit. Amazing. I really like that movie. 
Um, I need to be more open-minded about watching new shit. Sometimes I just want to like chill out from a busy day and watch something I've seen a million times, like The Good Place or Shit's Creek. But um, yeah, I just, uh, I finally sat down and watched Tick, Tick, Boom, and it was fantastic. The other two movies on my list, Shang-Chi obviously was just like, man, so inspirational for me in so many different ways. You know, the movie was great. Um, but seeing like a full Asian cast was really, really, really cool. And also the, like the story was great. Uh, there was some, I had some weird reservations about it afterwards. Uh, but that's more of a story thing. Uh, but overall, like maybe a top 10 Marvel movie for me, even right out of the gate. And then of course, Spider-Man three, just some epic epic shit going down in spider-man 3 uh no way home um no spoilers here so don't worry about it i'm just gonna tell you that it was epic uh and one of the best movie experiences that i've been through um right up there along with uh endgame endgame so i wasn't able to see infinity war in the theater i wish i was into the marvel thing when infinity war is out i'm relatively new to the marvel mcu scene uh it wasn't until so here's here's the background story (laughs) i was taking a nap at the studio don't tell rachel and kyle and infinity war was on netflix and it was just playing on in the background i had seen the first avengers i had seen bits and pieces of every iron man i had seen bits and pieces um, of other things, but I hadn't seen a lot. The only full s- movies in the MCU that I had seen were the first Avengers, both Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, and Black Panther. Those were the only movies I had seen in full. Um, so when I was asleep at the studio, I woke up and Infinity War was on and... I got sucked in so tough. I got sucked in so tough that I was like, this is fucking awesome. Like, what What have I been missing? So then I took the time uh, during the pandemic to watch them all in theatrical release order. So I started with Iron Man, went to Incredible Hulk. Basically, the order in which they were released in the theater, that's the order that I watched it. And then I was hooked. I started going down deep rabbit holes on YouTube about everything. I love watching uh, my Marvel nerds talk about all the things Marvel. Every time I watch a new movie now, I immediately go to podcasts. I immediately go to YouTube, see what they have to say because they're the experts. And I just kind of regurgitate everything that they say because, I mean, it's it all makes sense and it's all on point. So Spider-Man 3 was one of the best experiences probably since Endgame. I mean, say what you want to say about theater, like movie theaters in particular. It's hard to go, for me, it's hard to see a a movie that I can kind of get the same effect on my TV. For example, I think the last kind of drama movie that I saw in a theater was maybe Green Book. And again, it's like I can get that. I feel like I can get that same experience at home. Um, 
but what I can't get is that like action, you know, totally like in your face, loud, uh, action packed movie. And that's what I like the, the experience of going to the theater. Like if I'm going to drop 30 bucks, I, I want all of that. Um, so I don't, who knows where movie theaters are going to go in the future. It's, I mean, can you, can, can studios really justify spending millions and millions of dollars because people aren't going to go see it at the theater. They're going to watch it at home or wait for it when it comes out. Um, so, I mean, we'll see, we'll see, but those are my top movies. All right. Moving right along with these lists. Um, I'm going to name my top five studios that I visited this year or in 2021, I should say, um, in no particular order, uh, not Barry's or Studio 3, obviously. First one, my most attended spot was Rowdy Box for show. They are fucking awesome. It's definitely a vibe in there. If you haven't taken a class there, definitely go check it out. It's a mix of boxing and strength. They have different formats. It's dark. It's clubby. The music's loud. Um, the instructors are badass. Uh, Sam and Brandon did such such a wonderful job in that space. Definitely go check it out. It's downtown on shit. I'm not exactly sure. Fourth, fifth, maybe. Ugh. It's right next to the Escala, which is you know. The Fifty Shades of Grey place, right next, right there. So, uh, right in the heart of downtown. Really, really epic spot. A lot of fun. If you, even if you're new to boxing or have never boxed before, <clears throat> really, really easy to pick up. You know, you get a great workout in. Even if you're just like punching the bag, without any like experience, your you know your heart rate's gonna come up. Your shoulders are gonna burn. Your your lats are burning. And so it's just a great workout and they incorporate strength training as well. Uh, second spot along the same line, Seattle boxing gym. I love this place. The people there are so knowledgeable. It's more of a, uh, like a boxing, boxing gym, uh, versus rowdy box, which is going to feel more like a boutique studio style. Um, so for me, like going to Seattle boxing gym, I know I'm going to get like a super boxing intensive workout. Everything I do in there is going to be related to boxing, footwork, uh, mitt work, heavy bag work, uh, all of the above conditioning. Um, so uh, it's just a little more refined, I would say, in terms of boxing, because that's the thing that they're focused on. Um, the third spot is uh, my friend's spot, The Six. They got two locations. One's in Ballard. Oh, sorry, Seattle Boxing Gym. It's in Interbay, right next to the Whole Foods at Interbay. So go check them out. Uh, the Six, like I was saying, they got two spots. One's in South Lake Union. One's in Ballard. Uh, my friends Saman and Karen uh, own that spot. Super cool people. So, so nice. Um and just a vibe. Uh, they they do yoga. They do hit. Uh, they do meditation. Really really cool stuff in there. And like I said, it's definitely a vibe. Four spots. A cycle spot. It's in Greenwood. Uh, City cycle. Shout out to my Lululemon ambassador, uh, Lauren. 
Uh, she's the owner there. Um, lots of great instructors there. So many, so many to shout out. Uh, Camille, Alyssa, Megan, y'all are the shit. Lindsay. I mean, oh, like it's, it, it, it's a community over there. They ride hard. Uh, one of my favorite cycle studios for sure. Uh, City Cycle out in Greenwood. So go check them out. Last but not least, number five on my list is Shred 415. Uh, Treadmill-based, strength-based workouts. You know I love to run. You know I love to lift. So it's right up my alley. Uh, Really great music. Fadil and Alice did such a great job opening up that spot. Uh, Really great community up there. Um, so make sure you go check out Alicia's class. Make sure you go check out my boy Sayuja's class. Make sure you go check out my girl Nina's class. A uh, bunch of great instructors up there. Really clean studio, great amenities. Um, so be sure to check out 415. And that's my list, y'all. Damn, y'all. I mean, it's been a crazy year. Not gonna lie. I... I dove into more stock trading, crypto. Yep, that's right. I'm in some crypto right now. Uh, it's not looking great right now, but you know what? I believe. Uh, and then, <laughs> um, you know, still trying to figure out this NFT thing, see what that's about. Uh 2021 was just kind of like I feel there's a there's a term where you like you just kind of box you know like you're just boxing like you're just kind of like jabbing you're not throwing power punches you're just kind of like staying afloat if you will and so for me 2021 was kind of that for me um you know we're ready omicron's going nuts out here omicron omicron omarion I don't know, but, you know, I hope everyone keeps safe. I hope everyone keeps healthy. Um, And I know it's very taxing on our system. Like I saw something on Instagram the other day that was like, it said something like, you know, Omicron's not as dangerous. So like, you know, go live your life or whatever. But then it said like, oh, you know, how come we don't have produce at the grocery store or how come my packages aren't getting delivered on time or how come this and that is always late and behind? Well, it's because everyone's getting fucking Omicron. And so, you know, as much as it might not affect you, it still affects us. So hope, hope everyone's staying safe. Hope everyone's staying healthy out there. Um, yeah, I was I was so fortunate to be able to talk to so many dope people uh, this past year, and again, we got we got a lot of stuff coming coming out. So, you know, let's make twenty twenty two the year. We're here for it. It's gonna be a dope year. Got some exciting announcements coming up. Um, I've been saving this one. Uh, I recently had an audition to be on Amazon's fitness platform called Amazon Halo. And for one reason or another, they decided to take me on. Little did they realize what they were getting themselves into. So with that being said, I am 
going to be on Amazon Halo's platform. So there's another way that you'll get to move with me and sweat with me and see me on a screen. Um, so really, really excited to partner with them just to help people move, help people feel good. Uh, that's always my number one goal as, as a fitness instructor is, you know, to help people feel good. Um, so, uh, really excited to start busting out content there. Um, you'll definitely hear about it, see about it. Uh, if you follow my Instagram, um, so definitely stay tuned for that. The team there is so amazing. Um, I've talked to Colleen, uh, on our, she was episode one of our podcast. She's a part of the Amazon Halo team. Even before we knew that what the podcast was going to be called, if you go back to and listen to episode one, we literally named the podcast right there. Um, so, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good year. I resigned my lease. I'm I'm in Queen Anne for another year. Uh, so at least, um, you know, for those of you who know me uh, personally, you know that LA is kind of always calling me. I always just want to create more. Um, I always want to, you know, provide people with entertainment and help people laugh. And like I said, just ultimately feel good. And fitness is definitely a, an outlet for that for me. And, you know, as, as the years go by and you start to gain more and more experience, you just realize that, you know, every year brings different challenges, opportunities, uh, growth, um, peaks, valleys, all that stuff. And so for me, I try to keep saying by just understanding that the ebbs and flow of life happen every year. It's not different. You know, summer is always followed by uh, fall and winter, but then summer always comes back around. So, you know, having that understanding for me has just helped me stay consistent over the past shit i'm old y'all like 12 years uh in fitness uh i only i've only been professionally doing fitness for maybe like four and a half years now uh starting at orange theory but yeah it, it you know as far as my own transformation I think I think one of my strongest keys is consistency or my strongest attributes is consistency and as just it's just always been key for me to stay consistent even on days or even weeks or even months where I'm not that consistent um I'm always kind of trying my best to to remain consistent throughout the years and so I think you know I think that kind of mindset and philosophy has helped me stay really consistent throughout you know, 12, 13, 14 years of doing fitness for myself and then going into the community and doing uh, workouts for the community. So thanks for tuning in, y'all. Y'all the shit. Uh, I hope everyone has a great start to the year. Um, stay tuned again for more announcements coming up and more podcasts coming out. Uh, the first one coming out, I interviewed Evis. Uh, yep. She's coming. So uh, that interview happened well before the new year. Um, so I just have had it locked and loaded. But really excited for, for all y'all to hear from her. She's an amazing, uh, amazing person, amazing mom, uh, wife, 
instructor, just really inspiring. So really excited for here for you to hear that. Man, other than that, I know this was short and sweet. Maybe not that short. Uh, it's just been me rambling for I don't even know how long. But I hope you guys had a great new year and cheers to 2022, y'all. Peace.